This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. The Cubby House is a show about two cub-identifying guys exploring the big and hairy issues in and around the bear community. This program is designed for a mature audience. It may contain adult themes, sex and drug references, and of course, coarse language. Listen to discretion is advised. Twenty fourth of June, two thousand thirteen, and welcome to the Cubby House All Stars. Yes, I had to do that just because I can't flange my voice normally. Welcome and hello to you, anybody who's listening tonight. This is the Cubby House's final broadcast. That is right. This is our last show on Joy. And welcome, Kevin. Thank you, and for coming back for your <laughs> final show. And not well, of course, I was going to be here. Really. I was going to let you do the show by yourself. You don't trust me yet. After three <laughs> years on air, no. you still don't trust me to show, carry the show alone. Thank you very much. Well, just to uh, wrap up everything that we've done over the years, we thought we'd get back some of our more talented and repeat offenders to the, uh, the airwaves. It really is a case of how many guests can we fit in one studio at a time. Pretty much. It's the final challenge for us. <laughs> Now, for those who are wondering, it's a sloth of bears. It's not a hibernation. That's just a term you decided on. It's not a sloth of bears. Is it a den of bears then? It's a hibernation of bears. Okay, that's what you're saying, not what I'm saying. (laughs) Tonight on The Cubby House, for our final show on air, we are bringing back the one, the only, Jade Leonard. Uh, we've also got George Forgan Smith coming back on. Dr. George Forgan Smith, as some of you may know him as. Uh, Adrian, who we've had on not only the podcast, but also on, on air. We've brought him back. Our regular, Nick Helmer. Yes, we're allowing him back in the studio for the last time. The peanut gallery returns. And finally, a geek entrepreneur, Mr. Raymond Lee. As if we'd have a final show without him. Exactly. Now... Amongst all of that, we've got a lot of questions to ask of our guests, as well as one for you. What have we got to ask our listeners tonight, Kevin? Well, we thought we'd ask a very special one. We'd ask for your input. What special discussion topics would you like us to tackle in our yet-to-be-named podcast? Now, you can get hold of us via Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Cubby House, or on Twitter with the at the Cubby House with hashtag CH Project. <laughs> you finally remembered. Well done, Cookie. I can remember. I've had a great time working with you guys. There's been laughs, there's been tantrums. Most of the time it's me having the tantrum at home before I come into the studio, but you know, I still remember the day we had the clock installed. God, that was a funny episode. <laughs> You're on the Cubby House, All Stars Edition. On Joy 94.9. That has to be one of the best bloopers ever. 
That was actually a farewell voiced by uh, one of our guests joining Sydney Studio right now, Mr. Nick. How are you? Embarrassed. How are you, Cookie? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. You're only embarrassed now? <laughs> well, I can never hear my own voice. I hate listening to my voice. Oh, I've been doing my job well enough. Now, I think we'll just keep the uh, the quiz we're about to give you in-house tonight. You two being the somewhat regulars coming in of late. I'm going to pose to you a very special quiz tonight that involves both music and a question afterwards. Ooh. And we start with this song. Now, let me explain. I would like the title of the song. And you may not answer until the song's done. Mississippi in the middle of a dry spell. Jimmy Rogers and Victoria on high. Mama's dancing with a baby on the shoulder. Sun is setting like molasses in the sky. Clearly, you know the name of the song, Nick. It's Black Velvet. Thank you very much. That is one point to you. Now, the question that goes along with that is, what kink does black represent in the hanky code? BDSM. You are correct. Kevin, so one point each. Now, clearly, for those who may not have been in the studio, didn't hear the... uh, Armageddon that Kevin was giving me with his eyes. And my hands, believe me, I was throttling him with my force powers. So clearly my voice isn't good enough. That's why we've asked Jade Leonard to come in and give us her talented voice to voice over the rest of these songs. Welcome, Jade. Good evening, gentlemen. <laughs> Thank God, Jade. We have, I've never loved you as much as right now. <laughs> well, it's a pleasure as always to be in the studio with you, but it, it's with a heavy heart and I'm a bit sad about it because it's sort of maybe the last time ever we might all be around the table like this. Aww. Aww. So why don't we just tell us about... Sing it out. Let's yes. sing it out. <laughs> Let's sing, sing it, it out. out. All right. So the next song is this. <laughs> There used to be a graying tower alone in the sea You became the light on the dark side of me Love remained a drug that's the high and not the feel Did you know that when it snows My eyes become large and the light that you shine can be seen Kiss from a Rose by Seal. What's the next line? Baby, I can pay you to a kiss from a rose on the brain. On the grey. Does he get extra points? No. Points should be reducted. (laughs) Hey, hey, those two are technically substitutable considering the brain is grey. Is there a question? The question is, and particularly the grey part I was asking about, a camera's light sensor measures the amount of grey in a picture. What percentage of grey does it look for? A, 10%, B, 18%, C, 27%, or D, 50%? I'm going to take a wild stab at the dark and say 27. Kevin, do you want to have a go at this one? I'll go for 50. Uh, You're both incorrect. It's actually 18% grey is what (laughs) camera meters look for. All right, next. Your next song. Take it away, Jade. Where did we go? Days when the rains came 
down in the hollow Playing a new game Laughing and running, hey, yeah Skipping and a jumping In the misty morning fog with our hearts are thumping and you Brown-eyed girl. Thank you very much, Nick. Oh, my brown-eyed girl. Such a shame this is radio. The dancing right then was just amazing. There was no dancing. Oh, we should have had a webcast of that. Yes. Now, the question associated with that is Ursus Arcturus is the binomial name of what animal? Brown bear is correct. Thank you very much, Kevin. What? It's the scientific name for brown bear. And you knew that because... It's in my head. Right. Yes. <laughs> Final song, Jade. Put up a parking lot with a pink hotel and boutique and a swinging hot spot. Don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone? Pay paradise. Put up a parking lot. Big yellow taxi. Correct. Out of curiosity, what version was that? Well, it was the Jade Leonard version. Well, <laughs> thank you, Kevin. Ten, you. ten bonus points <laughs> to Kevin. Yes. I'm not sure who that artist is, but it's not the Cannon Crows version. Correct. Kevin, do you know? Oh, I don't. Um, but yet you know what Ursus Arctus is the binomial name. Yeah, there's weird things in my head. Johnny Mitchell version is what Jade was singing. Now, well done. Have you taken notice of all the colours of the songs I've deliberately picked out? Yes. Okay. Add all the colours up and we've got the answer for this one. They are made up of part of a well-known gradient. What four out of the seven to eight parts? The bear flag. Correct. It is the bear flag. Congratulations, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) I've designed with that flag enough times to know what the colours are. (laughs) Congratulations, boys. That is the quiz finally over for this show. And on the Cubby House on Joy 94.9, we are joined again by Miss Jade Leonard. It's a riot, gentlemen. It is. It is. Thank you very much for showing us once again why you're such a wonderful, talented songstress. Oh, thanks. It's a bit of fun. The the phrase we came up with was silver-tongued songstress. Thank Mm. you. Fine, fine. Should I insure it? (laughs) (laughs) Now, just quickly, before we dash off to our next track and get the next round of guests in, uh, what have you got coming up for yourself in the next couple of months? Lots and lots of exciting things, I have to say. Um, Probably one of the things that I'm most excited about is... uh, Uh, On Sunday, the 8th of July, I'll be performing at the Melbourne Cabaret Festival Closing Night Gala. I'm going to be performing my Equal Love single, which I released a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I wrote a song also titled Equal Love. Uh, And it's available on iTunes and Google Play, and and you can download it from all those places, and there's ringtones and all of that sort of stuff. And it's my fundraising initiative uh, for the Equal Love, uh, Equal Marriage campaign. So 100% of the profits uh, go towards helping us to be able to continue our fight. 
point, which looks like we're going to still need to keep ramped up for um, maybe the, the near future anyway. Uh, so I'll be performing there and then I'll also be performing that again uh, without Simone at the next Equal Love Rally, which is on Saturday the 17th of August at 1 o'clock. So if you haven't got it in your diary, do put it in and do come down. We really need to see everybody's bodies there, you know. We need to represent every single segment of our community. Uh, we need to get back on the streets and, and make ourselves heard and known. Definitely need a presence at those sorts of events. Mm, yep, yeah, from from all age groups, you know, it's really important. I really want to hopefully, you know, invigorate and inspire people maybe who haven't come to the last few rallies or haven't been for a few years, come along because they, they really are. They're so much fun and so necessary that we get our bodies on the streets and say, hey, look how many of us there are, you know, um, and we deserve uh, the same rights as everybody else, I think. So they're probably the most exciting things I've got coming up over the next couple of weeks and I'm very, very passionate about um, hopefully getting some radio airplay for Equal Love and, um, you know, getting it on the charts and maybe getting it as a bit of an international hit as well. So it's on YouTube. Check it. Check out the the video. It's fabulous. There's also Dolly Diamond and Luke Gallagher singing on on the track as well. Um, I'm really proud of it. Well done. And do I have to, I just have to say, it was one of the things on my bucket list to get you on to actually perform live. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm really glad we finally got to do that (laughs) on our last show. Excellent. And for more information about what you're up to, jadeleonard.com. Yeah, that's the best one. Excellent. Thank you very much for joining us, Miss Jade Leonard. Thank you, gentlemen. You're with the Cubby House and a big woof to you for the final time. It's our all-stars show celebrating the three years of the Cubby House as we are going back to podcasting. So, of course, we couldn't do a show without this segment. Be careful what you're wearing. You never know what you're asking for here on the Kink Corner. And to present Kink Corner for its final time on air, Mr. Nick Helmer. Hi, guys. How are we this evening? Good, good. Just slowly melting over here. All right. Well, jumping straight in. As Um, you do. Always. Um, We're talking this evening about casual intimacy. And by casual intimacy, we're talking about things like, you know, casual, romantic or, you know, stimulating contact between two people. And we're talking about the opposite of the big, grand gesture, correct? Yes, yes. We're not talking about, like, romantic passion tumbling in the sheets, pillows flying while the headboard has candles and burning wax and all of that kind of thing. No, no, no. Just the the more everyday type things that we can use to build intimacy and closeness in in a relationship or, you know, just in life in general. And I'm assuming this also comes into play when, you know, you've had the really hardcore session and it's the good kind of wind down and yeah. reconnecting with you, your partners as people mm. rather than just play things. Yeah. So what are some of the ways that we can casually introduce intimacy into our sessions? All right. Well, I'll start with a little bit of talking about setting a scene type thing. So things like a quiet... Um, background music, so something that's not particularly heavy, um, not particularly jumpy. So things without lyrics are quite often very good, just subtly in the background so that you can still hold a conversation or you can still hear something that's whispered, things Mm. like that without it being intrusive. Um, Whispers, soft whispers in the ears can be incredibly intimate. mm, You know, feeling the breath on the nape of your neck as they whisper into your ear tenderly, gently. Um, 
Things like candles are wonderful for setting a scene, but they do present a fire hazard and also the wax hazard. And I've personally discovered a wonderful alternative to these, which is the Himalayan salt lamps, which I have I have one next to my bed. And I find when I'm having um, anxiety, particularly at night with insomnia and things like that, if I have the salt lamp going, I'm a lot more relaxed and I'm able to get to sleep. And I don't, you know, it's the atmosphere that's created around one of these lamps because it ionizes the air is very, very calming. You can also look for alternatives like electrical um, scent diffusers. Yes. So you don't have that flame hazard. I've had to look for that when I've got my cats. Yes. Because my cats tend to like the flames. They go, ooh, pretty, pretty, and then burn themselves. (laughs) One of the other wonderfully intimate activities that I've discovered is um, feeding your partner and by that I don't mean you know shoving food down their throat and trying to make them eat as much as possible but just (laughs) um, things like sharing a meal together where you know you've each got your meal and you slice it into pieces and you're using the cutlery or if you want to go even a little bit step further of course you'd want to make sure that it's not something like pasta you can use your hands and actually gently feed your partner a piece of food at a time or get them to close their eyes and, you know, just trust that you're going to give them the food and just build a tender, intimate contact between the two of you with, that's a very gentle yet still deeply personal and semi-erotic sensation. Um, and things like subtle physical contact, you know, a, a caress of the shoulder, you know, guiding someone through a door with a brush on the small of the back. Things like that can, you know, make someone feel a lot more wanted and welcomed or, you know, can even show someone that you're there and present for them. Or do what us bears do and cuddle, cuddle, cuddle yes. and cuddle some more. Yeah, you know, as opposed to going out and having a big night, you know, get a really bad B-grade movie, get a huge blanket, Turn all the lights out, snuggle up on the couch, you know, with or without clothes under the blanket and huddle for warmth. You know, undoubtedly, if you've got pets, you'll end up with a cat on someone's feet. But, you know, they're warm. And (laughs) other activities that can be great are things like showering together. So, you know, washing each other's back, getting each other ready for the day or, you know, washing off the, the grime of the day before we go to bed. So So it sounds like it's more about stimulating the senses. Mm. Yes, stimulating the senses and the mind. Hmm. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome, guys. Thank you for having me once again. And we'll keep in contact with Nick via the Facebook page as he's going to be starting up a blog to continue the kink corner. Yes, I'm going to be encouraging people to send through questions or queries that they might have that they'd like me to explore a little bit further. So, yes, just, you know, keep me in mind if you've got something you want researched or looked up kink-wise. Yes, well, you might want to add to our question tonight. What topics would you like us to tackle in the new yet-to-be-named podcast? And if you'd like to send us some messages through to Nick, you can SMS for tonight and tonight only, as we will not be returning to Joy to see them, 0427-JOY949. You can email onair at joy.org.au or you can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash thecubbyhouse or you can Twitter us at the Cubby House with the hashtag CH Project. This is the Cubby House All Stars Show on Joy 94.9.
Hoki, you are on the Cubby House All-Stars Show, the last show we will be presenting here on Joy 94.9. And returning to the microphone is one of my dear friends, Mr. Adrian. How are you, sir? Oh, it's great to be here. Excellent, excellent. Now, I think he's been an avid listener all the way from the start, three years very, ago. Very, very start. Well, uh, even further back. I've laughed, I've cried, I've had laughter through tears. tears You've through sent laughter. us your negative feedback. Um, the the, the uh, restraining orders, the uh, get, get, get out of my radio, <laughs> yeah, week, yeah, stuff, please stop, stop calling. Yeah, yeah. The weekly criticisms, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Now, the one thing we love to do here is try to make Kevin cringe, and you're going to be doing uh, that by talking about everything that's cute including the muppets yeah apparently your challenge tonight is to try and to sell me on cute <laughs> which i know will be a challenge but you need to open up i've heard you gush about your cats and anyone who gushes about their cats as much as you do yes but cats aren't least- cute cats are manipulative and own the world well, it's not that much different from Miss Piggy. It's a, it's a, it's a, very, it's a very small <laughs> stretch we have to take you on. All right, all right. So your argument was that Muppets are cool again. Apparently they're for adults now. I think that they've, they've always been there. They come and go through phases, but they're going through a really, really fantastic phase at the moment, particularly Sesame Street, which is doing uh, an awesome range of, uh, of takeoffs at the moment. And, and if you haven't Googled Sp- Spider Monster, the musical, starring the lovable Grover, on YouTube than you haven't lived. Um, it, it, combi- it combines musical theatre and the Muppets and a, and a, and a blistering takeoff of, of everything that went wrong with Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. It's brilliant. Check it out. Spider-Monster the Musical. All right. What else have you got? Well, I think that uh, Muppets are those wonderful things that basically help both adults and children come together because there's jokes there that, that the kids just don't get. Um, and I think that really, really good children's television or family programming always applies to both adults and kids equally. I remember the, uh, hearing the story of, uh, of when uh, Play School was doing like a live show from a shopping centre in Melbourne once. And they, had, they had John. Remember Sandy had John from Play School? He, um, no, that's right. Non-Australian. Cookie, you remember, don't you? Sandy <laughs> had John. Excellent. Yes. All right. For, the, for, those, for those people who were born in South Africa, um, the... Uh, Sandy Hair John was a slightly levitious host of of of, uh, of play school, which always seemed to be sort of undressing all the mothers at home watching TV with his eyes. And he did a live show of of play school at a Melbourne shopping centre where uh, he was able to simultaneously deliver two shows: one that was very very cute and child friendly, and one which had the parents in stitches by being the dirtiest you know uh, show you could possibly imagine with every double entendre under the book and that's that's what's good now the muppets don't do it quite as well as that but uh, if you haven't checked out the muppets takeoffs of um of true mud taking off true blood or um or uh, 30 rocks taking off the 30 rocks but there's actually 30 rocks and liz lemon is actually a lemon um and of course their law and order takeoff uh, special letters unit is just fantastic so with the special dun dun noise that's right because because uh, at one stage one of the characters goes to sleep and uh and uh, they like oh how do i come up can we hear that chunk chunk noise and they get it it's fabulous <sighs> all right is any of this as bad as the avenue q takeoff that you made me watch where they did fiddlers on the roof that's a classic the joint production of of, of casts of fiddler on the roof and avenue q doing doing that was just amazing it's 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 a piece of broadway history and check it out it's wonderful on online i don't think you've sold me but i might try and give my blistering review afterwards straight back to you indeed all right well thank you very much for joining us uh, a cry a cry in the dark for cute yes yes thank you very much once again adrian 
you are sticking around for uh, more podcasts, I, I know. We're, we're going to be continuing The Cubby House in some other format. And you, as always, are going to be on the tethering end of what's about to be coming next. Pending legal action by The Hague, I look forward to being here for <laughs> Thank you very much, Adrian. You're with The Cubby House and the All-Stars Show here on Joy 94.9. Coming up, we have Mr. George Forgan-Smith joining us. We're going to have to skip Pink. Oh, Really? It was the one song I wanted to play this episode. We had half a song. Come on. Ah, all right. Well, for everyone who knows the song, it's wonderful. Yes, thank you very much, Pink. And thank you very much for joining us, Mr. George Forgan-Smith. How are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for having me back. How, could, how a- could not? You've become a piece of the furniture around the show, really. I have been whoring myself out to this radio station, I swear to the sweet Lord above. Um, so I don't ho- mind. Whoring, whoring? Whoring in a good way. I'm sharing my medical knowledge. Uh, uh, show the, after the us. Birth. Huh? Isn't that the show after us? They haven't asked yes. me yet. Hint, hint. <laughs> STI checkups. You're, hint, you're, you're going to get all the shows, aren't you, eventually on Joy? Maybe. It's like a bingo spotto cardo thing. You know, remember those when you're, you're driving to Clounder and you had to find a tree with, you know, I don't know, a koala in it or something? A tree with a fork in it. We're yeah. not here to talk Australian about trips thing? to Clounder, though, are we? No, we're not. No, we're, well, I, I kind of picked up on the word whoring because one of the things <laughs> people are accused of in this particular next segment of being whores is by being in an open relationship. Uh, look, can can we start this, please? Again? With, yes, of course. Let's just start this with the statement that it's people in open relationships generally don't appreciate getting preached to by the, the monogamy set. Thank you. Thank you. It's I, not all about sex. No, it's not. And it's about being intimate with people and being respectful with people. And it's not just about sex. There are some people who treat their sexual partners very, very poorly. And that doesn't happen just in people in open relationships. It also happens in people who aren't in open relationships. So... Very true. So you are in an open relationship. Yes, absolutely. And were you in an open relationship from the start? Pretty much. Pretty much. That when we first started dating, we had the conversation that basically went, um, I like sex and I, I enjoy the adventure and the, the travels and the, the hunt. And we both had that statement. So we said, you know, um, my preference would be to have an open relationship. And my immediate thought was the, oh, does this mean we're breaking up? And it's like, no, it actually means we're staying together. Mm-hmm. It's been we were we chose to be honest and to be open right from the start that we just because I'm in a relationship doesn't mean that I don't find other people sexually attractive. And it's interesting when you hang out with married couples and you go, oh, check out that over there. And the women want to crawl under the table. It's like somehow they got married and their eyes went blind. It's like, come on, people. There are still going to be people you go, oh, about. Mm-hmm. I just get to rub their back every now and then. If I wish. <laughs> and rub it into the rest of us. Yes. Thanks. Now, there are some people who might actually know your partner if they've been listening to our show. Oh, probably. 
do we want to anal- uh, give a hint as to who it might be? No, they can listen to the back podcast. If they want to have that conversation, they can work it out themselves. <laughs> oh, look, it's not really a surprise, is it? No. They can work it out from Facebook. Come on, people. <laughs> do the work. I'm not doing it for you. Yeah, what is with the people should be able to do their research? Don't they do their research anymore? Oh, people are lazy. I've Gen Facebook- X. The, Gen X, Gen Y. What? Come on, people. We're not going to do it all for you. I can't drag you into the 90s. For those people that are too lazy, it is, of course, Nick from Vic Bears. It is, and unfortunately, he couldn't join us tonight because he is, uh, oh, can't even string a sentence the together. Poor man. He's poor been hit by the, the flu. Yes. Post-hibernation by disease. The flu. Well, no, look, let's face it. If you put enough people in a room who are coughing... You know, a good virus has got a 50% penetration rate when it comes to the flu. So the poor man was just, you know, handing out show bags and all that sort of stuff. I think he had half of the bear community coughing at him, the poor bugger. So anyway, he's on the road to recovery and he's very sad that he wasn't able to make this on your wonderful night. Big shout out to him. I hope he does feel better soon. Oh, huggles. Huggles to my lovely husband. Now, I do have... An adventurous question. Okay, let's see if I answer it. <sighs> What's been the most difficult part for you being in an open relationship? Um, look, I come from my natural default is anxiety, right, and and fear based anxiety, and I I grew up in a way that I didn't think I would be worthy of a long term relationship. And that's fine. I've dealt with that and all that sort of stuff. But occasionally, if I, if I get fearful, if I get worried or feeling uncertain, my worry is, <gasps> will this person leave? And it's been a challenge for me to be able to understand that I'm safe and that I'm able to share my experiences with my partner. And because being in an open relationship isn't just a, a single conversation, it's multiple conversations over time and there's changes and, you know, it's about having the discussion. And this is the thing I say that's most important about any relationship is being open and being free to talk about stuff. If... Um, if, say, for example, you're uh, you're currently in a non-open relationship, and that's you- a dirty word called monogamous. Oh, monogamous. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's just that some of the people who say they're monogamous aren't. They they they're non-monogamous. It's just that their partner doesn't know. Yes. So it's like cut the crap. Let's mm. be honest about this. At least I'm honest. I can go home to dinner and say, you know what, I love you, my wonderful partner, and I also enjoy the fact that you offer me some freedom to explore other parts of my life that, um, you know, that I'm, I can't offer everything that Nick enjoys and he can't offer me everything that he enjoys. So it's not like I get upset if he goes to Safeway and I go to Coles. It's like no one's going to chuck a wobbly about that. So, yeah. I love that analogy. And it's basically you've brought it back down to communication. And that's that's a key point of any relationship, but regardless of whether Look, you're monogamous, uh, polyamorous, or whatever. whatever. If you cannot have those respectful, caring, and open conversations, then your relationship ain't worth nothing mm. because it's fear-based. You have to go past that fear of opening yourself up and making yourself vulnerable and then... If your partner comes back and says, you know what, I still love you, then that's brilliant. Awesome. Rockin'. Thank you very much for coming on and having a chat with us in our All Stars episode. Pleasure, thehealthybear.com. Um, <laughs> I was about to ask you where can people find more information. Yeah, thehealthybear.com. <laughs> Once more, thehealthybear.com. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Thanks. See you in the podcast. Thank awesome. you very much. You're on the Cubby House All Stars show. That was George Forgan Smith. <laughs>
Over the last three years, I've seen the cubs of the Cubby House grow and become bigger. I look forward to their new show, Bear Barn, in 2014. You're on the Cubby House on Joy 94.9. This is the All-Stars Show. and Disclaimer, disclaimer, that is not our new name. We are not being called the Bear Barn. <laughs> thank you, Adrian, for your suggestion of title, but that is not what we are going to be going with. However, if you'd like to ask us any question about the podcast we will be producing later on in the year, uh, you can SMS 0427-JOY949 or email on air at joy.org.au what you would like us to talk about on the upcoming podcast. You can also Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Cubby House or Twitter at The Cubby House with the hashtag CHProject. Joining us in the studio now... Is another return offender. Uh, yes. Again, we can't get rid of these people. Clearly, they're going to be stuck to us like glue for life. Uh, some of them I wouldn't complain about. <laughs> Do you that was my outside voice, wasn't it? Yeah, clearly. Do you say that to our next guest, Mr. Raymond Lee? Hello, Raymond. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, good evening. Now, one of the many things we've kind of been delving into tonight is very touchy-feely, cutesy stuff. Yeah. Well, I like touchy-feely. Touchy-feely is very good and can, can be you, quite clean. Can you feel my lip just sort of <laughs> snarling? No, because it looks numb from here. Kevin, you love touchy-feely. Look. I'm just touching your arm then. Oh, hang on. Oh, I see cold. Am I cold? Oh, circulate. Hang on. Give me a second. Give me a second. Do not warm your hands up. <laughs> you know, hang on. Let me just put them under here and get them warm. Okay. How you warm your hands up, I don't want to know right now. But you do have to because, amongst other things, you are a masseur. That's correct. Masseuse? A remedial masseur. Yes. Masseur. And I thought I'd join in with the theme of the show of talking about massage. Now, uh, there are lots of levels of massage and different applications for massage. Some of it very uh, erotic and sensual and others very remedial. Um, not, Not a lot of viewers would probably know the range of different things that massage can be used with. Now, relaxation massage can be used to soothe and calm you down. It's great for blood pressure and so forth. Now... Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, you're nodding off there, Kevin. No, 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 I'm listening. I'm being soothed and calmed by your voice. The dulcet tones as you listen and listen to the ocean waves. And Do you play ocean waves when you're massaging? Actually, I have to admit, I can't play that sort of music. I sort of get the giggles. Yeah, I know. So I, you get the I'm new age sort of same. music that sounds like somebody's randomly hitting chords on a piano. Ding, 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 ding. ding. I was going to say, music isn't necessarily depending on what you as a masseuse would want to play, but... Even I've heard some people play reggae music as relaxing music for the person being massaged. Well, generally the aim is to get the person to relax so that you can work more uh, efficiently into their musculature. And so a more slower beat sort of song or ambient music to take away sort of the, some of the noise. Mm. Not the noise you get with massage, but, you know, just to... to cover over sort of the silence is often recommended but some people have different you know, flavors i know for one, one point i was playing a soundtrack to a movie because it actually was quite it was actually the ned kelly movie which was oh. actually one of the tracks <laughs> sorry it's it, so it, it appropriate does, for a massage it, well no except for one song where this irish guy comes on yelling otherwise it's all just ambient music and it's actually it was quite soothing and, and it was and quite natural sounding i'm assuming they enjoyed it so it worked i have a lot of replete clients <laughs> Does that say enough for you, Kevin? Yes. Yeah, so, what what is the major difference between me as a random person massaging you and you as someone who's trained massaging? Uh, well, basically, uh, with it, with being trained, you're aware of the uh, points that certain people can be worked and where it can be uh, worked more deeply. 
Uh, there are certain areas you want to avoid when massaging, not to go too deep, um, always making sure that you're uh, consensual with your clients and um, certain areas you wouldn't press into too hard or it would cause pain. Of course, pain being the enemy of massage. I suppose you'd also be uh, trained in some more common um, disorders such as, you know, uh, spinal problems and, and so forth and so on. Well, when you get into the remedial area, there are a lot of other techniques can, that can be applied. People, when they have a bad back or sore limbs or whatever, typically go, ooh, I better go to the chiropractor or something like that. When often, if it's only a, a, a muscle soreness or a very basic level issue, remedial masseurs can actually assist with that. Now, it always with the proviso that with serious medical conditions, you do consider, you do talk to your GP about it first. Um, and that, notify that, the person giving you the massage. And definitely, all as part of a qualified masseur, we do actually quiz our clients on recent problems and any outstanding issues. Um, but with minor muscle soreness, low-grade bad back, uh, sore backs and so forth, massage can help. And remedial masseurs are trained to help with those problems. There are a multitude of techniques, uh, such as Swiss, uh, trigger point therapy, uh, mobilization, that can all help with the same issue. So, so um, yeah. So basically the difference between you and me giving a massage is I cause pain, you cause not pain. Well, I think, I think the difference between... <laughs> I, I, I think the big difference between me giving someone a massage and you giving someone a rub is that I've usually got my clothes still on. Oh, excuse me, mister. I, I'm glad this is the last episode because you wouldn't be welcome back. Oh, come on, Kevin. We know you can't massage with clothes on. Uh, you're done now. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm done with you. you can I mean, your, bu- your, your buttons are coming undone as you're talking about I'm this, dude. Look at his shirt. It's coming you. up. These ties gone. I'm actually really ridiculously hot today. Massage does that. <sighs> <laughs> Haven't we got a song? I'm not even going to talk about what your, your fans say about you. But yes, we do have a song. Are He's- you perspiring? <laughs> He's all sweaty. Can you mute his microphone now? Thank you very much, Raymond. <laughs> you are listening to the Cubby House All Stars. This is our last show broadcast on Joy. Well, it's the end of an era with Cubby House coming to a close. And no longer will we have the dulcet voice of Kevin sending us off to sleep on Monday nights. And Cookie, that'll do, pig. That'll do. You are with the Cubby House. This has been the All-Stars Show. And this is our last broadcast on Joy 94.9 for the foreseeable future. And... Was that mine? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god, I can't believe I finally did it! <laughs> after, after three years, Kevin has forgotten to turn his phone off in the studio. Apparently, I, I, I there's think a it's first a me- for And everything. it was the last five bow, minutes. Bow. Are you freaking kidding me? And I, I nearly had a perfect record. And I just saw who it was from. Oh. Somebody's missing you at home at the moment. Oh, yes. Speaking of which. Uh, Speaking I would- of which, what? I want to know, before you finish off, okay. what you two are going to be doing next Monday. Now that you uh, don't have this regular sort of you're contributing to the community what are the pair are you going to be doing next monday i will start by saying i'm going out to dinner with one of the people we've actually had on tonight at least uh and then see where the night takes us what are you going to be doing with that free time kevin i'll be trying to get a life <laughs> you, as your kitty overlord um, yes um i can kind of unofficially <gasps> is this a scoop? Kind of scoop. I've had an shh, invitation shh, shh. tonight, and it's not officially being convinced. So I, I may actually be returning on a regular segment on Sci-Fi and Scream once well. a month. <gasps> Someone else. You like Sci-Fi? Yeah. <gasps> Yes. Sorry, I'm sucking air out of here. Yes, so apparently, it's a, a yet to be named segment, but the name that they're going for at the moment is the reader. Dun dun dun! dun. Dramatic reverb. And I'll be reviewing fantasy books. Right. Well, I want to say, guys, look, 
This is the last minute, the last 60 seconds. On behalf of the Bear community and the general community of Melbourne, of the men and women who have listened to your show, great work, guys. Thank you very much for week in and week out bringing us an informative show. Uh, warm, fuzzy hugs. I'm feeling all tingly here. Kevin? You might want to see a doctor about that. Yeah, you might. <laughs> yeah. There's Kevin, creams for that. Cookie, look, thank you very much. You two have worked diligently for the last three years bringing this show to the bigger community. You've highlighted many important issues. Thank you. I'm going to give you both a bear, big, big bear hug after I take my shirt off because apparently that's going to uh, be our first. Now, apparently there's somebody we missed out on. <gasps> Was there? Hello, Cookie. Hello, Kevin. It's <gasps> nice to be here today. Sorry, who are you? I'm Jack. Don't you remember me? <laughs> Sorry, who? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we couldn't do it without you. Indeed. Thank you very uh, much to everybody who's helped out in the last five years of the Cubby House. This is the last show. Coming up is Christian from the Vixen Hour. Thank you very much, Ray, Nick, Bye. Jay, Adrian, and we're done. Good night. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.